0: Welcome to Season 2, Episode 4 of the Around the Crease Podcast. Today's going to be a little bit different as we're talking to some players. Hey everybody, Mike here. Welcome back to the Around the Crease Podcast. This is Episode 4 and it is now July. Uh, so that means the, the a lot of the big events that kind of cap the high school season Somewhat complete now, last week Tom Peace and I were at the Under Armour All-America Tournament down in Baltimore. Uh, I was shooting some photos, Tom was doing a little bit of everything. If anybody hasn't checked his Peace Report blog, um, Black's blog out, please do, because he's did a ton of interviews with players um, regarding, and we're going to have some of that in next week's episode, because as you may have noticed, Tom Peace is not here today, and that is because he is actually on vacation. Yes, he is taking some much-needed R&R, spending it with the family, so I'm taking the reins of today's show. So first of all, we want to get started with a little bit of kind of housekeeping. I did this in episode three, kind of let everybody know what is going on with the the laxrecords.com in the next few weeks. So you may have noticed in last week I did one, I did some photo galleries of the Under Armour, both the Underclass games and the Senior game. So if you haven't checked those out, definitely check out laxrecords.com. I will actually have links to the uh, photo galleries and everything we're about to talk about in the show notes at laxrecords.com. If you go to the podcast section, it'll be the latest podcast depending on what you're when you're listening to this. So I did a couple photo galleries for both those games, and then last week kind of started my 2018 season roundup. And basically what that means is if anybody who's following me on Twitter would have noticed over the last probably two months of the season, I was basically doing some call-outs for players that had reached 200, 300, 400, and beyond career points. So, I've done that and I've gathered all that information, and then I put out a little bit of a season wrap up and highlighted those players that did reach those career milestones. Now, as you're listening to this, depending if you're listening to this on July 8th or 9th, then you'll notice that I haven't gotten all of them out. Now, we did a couple of them, did 200 and 300 career points, but then we're going to do 500 career points. Owen Caputo out of Middle Creek High School. Reach 500 career points, actually already did Bryce Clay out of Forest Hill Central who scored 600 career points, and I'll be doing Nikki Solomon at a later point in time, probably actually next week, just got to take some time to do my writing and everything like that, so that'll be upcoming uh, over the next week, and then the big thing that will basically wrap up my 2018 season coverage will be the LaxRecords.com Player of the Year and the All Lax Records team. For many of you who may be new to Lax Records, may be new to this podcast, let me kind of give you a little bit of rundown of what that is because this is not... Um, your traditional All-America team. Now, my goal has always been to not kind of duplicate what basically everybody else is doing. Under Armour, U.S. Across, and various other entities, they do a fantastic job of selecting the All-Americas for the very for each season. So I didn't want to kind of step on their toes and do a lot of what they were doing. So mine is more based on the statistics and how the players have done throughout their career, and even throughout the 2018 season. And basically, I do that because the website is, I mean, it was founded on statistics and history, so it kind of seemed to go along with that goal. Now, last year, I did Joey Epstein. He was my 2017, sorry. Player of the Year um, from Landon. Actually, I got that wrong. It was not Joey Epstein. It was uh, Justin Shockey. I get those two confused every now and then. Again, that was Justin Shockey from Landon was my 2017 Player of the Year because he's just uh, a dominant player. So that kind of gives you an idea of what you're looking at. And I'll have a link to the 2017 teams. Now, I did a first team and then I did a second and third team in addition to the Player of the Year. And I'm going to repeat that again this year. So, that will be re- released July 16th. So, you can definitely expect that. And in addition to that, I will have some interviews with various players that I've done over the last few weeks, uh, in addition to the, the written text. And that actually brings me to the bulk of today's show, which is an interview with Jeffrey Connor from Strathhaven. Now, for those of you that probably already know or don't know, I also do the Mid Atlantic report for U.S. Lacrosse. So each year I do the top 10 players or top 10 rankings for the teams, and then I do each week a player of the week. So at the end of the year, we do our select our player of the year. And I have to say, this was a very challenging year. Now, the Mid Atlantic is usually a pretty challenging year in general, but I felt this year was even probably more challenging because we had several players, like uh, obviously Jeffrey Connor who ended up being the U.S. Lacrosse Mid-Atlantic Player of the Year. We had Jacob Kelly out of Calvert Hall, who had a phenomenal year. Kyle Long out of Springfield Doco had a phenomenal year. Canyon, Canyon Birch out of Mansaquan out of New Jersey. He had a fantastic year. And all those players, like it was very difficult to, to select just, just one. And I ended up coming down to looking at some of the, the statistics and what the teams did, and it kind of felt like if you took Connor out of Strathaven, they may not have achieved the same level of success as they would have with him. So that just kind of felt like for me that that's the decision making, and you know, not to say I think if you take Jacob Kelly out of Calvert Hall, Kyle Long out of Springfield Delco, and Canyon out of out of Mansaquan. So it obviously is a very challenging decision to make, and not one that I took lightly. But with that, so anybody who read the story on U.S. Lacrosse, which I will link to as well, but I also did uh, an audio interview with him, which we're actually going to get to today, which will make up the bulk of today's show. So I hope you enjoy this little bit of change in today's podcast. I'll kind of do some follow-up at the end of the show. So for now, let's listen to the interview with Jeffrey Connor. How did lacrosse find you? I mean, mean, yeah, when I was younger –
1: I played baseball up until, like, fifth grade. And, I, I mean, I wasn't really liking it. I just wanted something that was more up-paced, up-paced. And at the time, my cousin played. So, he got me into it. And from there, it took off. I think I started playing, like, kinder kindergarten. But I played baseball and lacrosse together. And then I lacrosse just took over because I love the uh, pace of the game. I love running up and down. I feel like there's never, like, a dull moment. And, like, getting, like baseball and some other sports, you sometimes, you're, like, standing around. But I just like that. Like, you're always into it. Everyone's going. It's just fun. I think my freshman my freshman year, twice, I dislocated my kneecap. So, I mean, that, like, I, I, I had to sit down, like, a, I think it was, like, a month, a month each time. And it kind of puts your confidence, confidence down because you don't want to, like, overuse, overuse it. You're just, like, scared of it may pop out again. Right. But I wore, I wore a knee brace for, like, a year and a half, and then I was just – I felt like it was restricting me. And when I just took it off, like, I was ready to go, and I just feel like I got my confidence back.
0: Yeah. So what was the difference between – because I'm looking at your, your four-year totals right here, uh, mm-hmm. and obviously you had you had 22 points as a freshman, but then you exploded as a sophomore. For you, what was the difference between that freshman and sophomore season?
1: I mean, I, I would say freshman year. I was just trying to get used to, like, used to high school lacrosse and playing in Central League because, I mean, Central League's a really, really tough league. And, I mean, I feel like it was Coach Euling's, like just came in. Like, when, like the seniors and like, the other players, like, weren't like, fully – buying into the program, but, like, our sophomore year, everyone was fully bought in. Um, like, the seniors were, like, building everyone's confidence up, and I think it just took off from there.
0: Yeah. So, and then kind of heading into this year, obviously, and I even talked to Coach, like, it seemed like, I mean, you averaged almost seven points a game, which is phenomenal, especially when you consider the teams that you guys play week in, week out. Um, what was it about this year? And when, like, you just seemed like you were in the zone. Like, how did you, how, how did it come from your perspective, or how did you see it from your perspective?
1: Um, I mean going to perspective as a team and just like me in general. Uh well I wasn't really worried about like how many points we were putting up, who was scoring, what's that we were just our goal was just to win games. And what well, I mean, what it came from most games was I had to get the six, seven, eight points in order to to like secure secure, secure secure wins and get the W. But it wasn't really that mean of a focal point. I was just trying to play my game and stick to what I what I've been doing.
0: Yeah what's that like mentally whenever you know you're going to have to score you know multiple you know multiple points per game like you know not not even like two but you gotta you know you gotta get like four five six seven uh points in a game to know that your, your team's gonna have a shot like what is that like and how do you prepare mentally for that
1: i don't really know if i have to prepare much for mentally it puts me in many positions like the whole offense is kind of ran around me and um other people i'm finished some great great finishes and pass me some great passes to get those points, but uh. I would say it's more of a more of a collective effort than it was me individually coach kind of kept coming
0: back to the the word leadership in my interview with him um did you ever like at what point did you kind of start to see yourself as a leader on this team and maybe not even this year like just throughout your Mm -hmm. years
1: I mean so like last year we had there's that we had great leaders on the team the captain of the team the seniors you the juniors were like great leaders and then the next year even though I wasn't a captain, the coaches always told me, like, you have to start being a leader now. If, we, if you were going to, like, take this program to the next step, we need other leaders. So me and a couple other kids in our grade stepped up being leaders. I would say more, more
0: like halfway through the
1: year, we realized what we had to do. And then our senior year, we carried that away.
0: And I can't remember the game. Um, it might have been Delco, the Delco game whenever, I guess, you guys were up by maybe one or two late. Mm-hmm. And then... Basically, you scored the goal to kind of basically seal that win. Um, and I think that sent you guys – might have sent you to the semifinals at that point. I can't remember off the top of my head. Mm-hmm. But what is walks for someone like me who has never been in a moment like that, what is that like?
1: Uh, yeah, I mean, that was uh, that moment. We were in the huddle. Coach Ewing said, uh, we're just going to give Jeff the ball, and you just got to do what you've do, been doing your whole career. Uh, I was in the corner, they, and they put uh, two two All-Americans like colliding man. and. I mean, your nerves are running, the whole crowd's cheering, you know, if you don't get it, everyone's going to be staring <laughs> at you with a focal point, but, uh, I don't know, I just kind of just, just go back to the basics and realize that, like, just zone out everything and just do what you got to do.
0: Did you know what you were going to do? You're like, oh, you know, I'm going to, you know, dodge left, like, did you kind of have it played out or did you just, did it just happen?
1: I mean, I knew I was going to have to split at one point, like, I, so at first my goal was just, like, go dodge at the shoulder and then roll back, but, uh. They forced me too hard one way, and I thought they almost closed me in on the sideline, but then I was able to swim move back to the middle. So, I don't know, I was kind of just freelancing it.
0: All right. I hope everybody enjoyed that interview with Jeffrey Connor from Strathaven. Again, the 2018 U.S. Lacrosse Mid-Atlantic Player of the Year. That's pretty much going to do it for this week's Around the Crease. Expect Tom Peace back next week as we still plan on kind of doing a recap of the Under Armour All-America weekend because it's a weekend that both of us are very busy and a very fun weekend in general to kind of talk about. For both of us so if you don't know you can find me on twitter and instagram at lax records facebook.com slash lax records of course at lax records.com and you can find tom peace at peace report laxblog.com and i'll have links to all that and talk to you next week